الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجميل وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له يقول الحق وهو يهدي السبيل وأشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه والتابعين لهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد Inshallah ta'ala, we're going to carry on the introduction to Arabic grammar. As I touched on last lesson, and I mentioned last lesson, that the Arabic grammar that we're going to be speaking about is not analyzing the Arabic language and looking at structures of sentences and etc. We're not doing that. We're just going to speak about the formation, the development, and the history behind the Arabic grammar. That's what we're going to be discussing. And we spoke about last lesson, the importance of the, the, importance of the Arabic language. And we also spoke about, in our last lesson, the claim that people come with, oh, Arabic is hard, I can't learn it, and that that is not true. We also spoke about what was the reason why Arabic grammar was placed. What was the reason? Why did the scholars write it? What necessitated it? We said it was because people were speaking Arabic wrong. And so it forced the grammarians, or it, sorry, it forced the scholars to say, let's make principles to protect this language. Are you with me, brothers? Because remember, brothers, the people were implementing the verse in akramakum indallahi atqakum that the best amongst you is what the one who is the one who is pious so the non arab and the arab were getting married based on what grounds in akramakum indallahi atqakum there was no hostility there was no racial profiling there was no discrimination it was the best amongst you is one, the one who is pious. But this was causing a problem which is the Arabic language was diluting. The Arab and the non-Arab when they got married, the non-Arab was coming with what? He was coming with his own language. It was diluting and it was true. That's when they felt, okay, let's save the language. Are you with me brothers? Let's save the language and protect this language. Funny enough, the people who said let's save the language is the non-Arabs. It was who? The non-Arabs. Overwhelming majority of the grammarians are non-Arabs. Are you with me, brothers? So who wrote grammar? Who placed it? Who put it down? There are five views. How many views? Five views Of who was the person who wrote the Arabic grammar Who started it The first view is Ali ibn Abi Talib He himself wrote it Ali Ali ibn Abi Talib And this is the view pushed by Al-Anbari rahimahullah Al-Anbari Al-Anbari what did he say? Ali ibn Abi Talib is the one who wrote the Arabic grammar. The second view is, this is the view of the Jumhur al-Mu'arrikhin. 
mutaqaddimin wa mutaakhirin the early generation and the late comers the overwhelming historians they say it was abu aswad al-du'ali it was abu aswad al-du'ali rahimahullah abu aswad al-du'ali they said he was the one who wrote it this is the view of who the majority of the historians then they differed amongst themselves again in two views one view said it was on the command of Ali Nabi Talib Ali commanded him to do it are you with me brothers so they said okay is Abi Aswad but he did it with the command of who Ali Nabi Talib the second group they said no it wasn't Umar radiallahu anhu told him to do it who told him to do it Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu told him to do it. And there's even a third view regarding that as well. A third view, sorry. Which was, he did it because, not because Ali told him, and not because Umar told him, but because he saw his own daughter speaking grammatically incorrect. He came in one day onto his daughter and she was looking up at the sky his daughter and then she said ma ahsanu samai which translates as she said ma ahsanu samai which explains as what what in the sky is beautiful and then he said to her, Nujumuha, the stars. What is it that makes the sky beautiful? The stars. And then she said to him, No, that's not what I intended. I wanted to say, She wanted to say, What is more beautiful than the sky? Are you with me? So just that. Haraka, because she said ma ahsanu, صح? and she was meant to say ma ma ahsana, because if you say ma ahsanu sama, then he said nujumu had the stars, but if she said ma ahsana sama, then that means she's amazed with the sky. She's not asking a question. But the first one she's in is istifham, but the second one is taajub. Second one is ta'ajub. I mean, she's fascinated. What is more beautiful than the sky? Are you with me? So when he saw this mistake in his own daughter, he went and he placed grammar. That's the second, third view. So the first view was who? Ali ibn Abi Talib. The second view was what? Abi Aswad. Within Abi Aswad, how many views? Three views. What about the third view? The third view is Nasr ibn Asim al-Layfi Nasr Nasr ibn Asim al-Layfi He's the one who wrote the Arabic grammar So we have number one Ali Ali ibn Abi Talibin 
Second one is Abi. Third. The second one is Nasr ibn Asim. Third, Abdul Rahman ibn Hurmuz. Sorry, fourth. And five, Khalil ibn Ahmed al Farahidi. Those are the five views. And the strongest of them all is what? The strongest is that Abi Aswad was the first to write it. Okay? So Abu Aswad, Ad-Du'ali, was what? He was the first to write it. Are we all together, brothers? And he wrote it how many views did we say there were? Three, right? The Umar view is wrong. That's incorrect. How many was left? Ali and? They don't eliminate each other now. Ali did command him and also he saw his own daughter. Are you with me, brothers? Both of those incidents do not eliminate one another. Does that make sense? His daughter speaking wrong was what brought it as well. And then Ali's command also made him do it. As for Umar radiallahu anhu, that's wrong. Are you with me, brothers? Abi Aswad is from what? He's from Basra. I want you to remember that. Keep that in mind. Another point now we need to, we need to speak about. Abi Aswad... Abu Aswad al-Du'ali, we, we said he's the father of grammar, the first person to write grammar. What did he write in grammar? On what grounds was he writing the grammar? Was he writing grammar in general? Or was he writing the grammar based on the mistakes that he saw? He wrote the correct version for it. Does it make sense? That which seems apparent from history is that the things that the lahan, the mistakes happened, was what he wrote the grammar on. So the grammar that Abu Aswad al Duali was writing was whatever was incorrectly said, he was writing the rulings for it. And that he wasn't generally writing grammar in its totality. Does that make sense? Because that's what the narrations show. Are you with me, brothers? Is that making sense? Yeah? So Abi Aswad's authorship was based on the mistakes that he was seeing the people say. Now we're going to go into the stages and the levels in which Arabic grammar went through. Are you with me, brothers? The stages in which it went through. I want you to all remember, inshallah ta'ala, and keep in mind, the first people who woke up to the concept of grammar and felt a need to place the grammar was the people of Basra. 
100 years before Ahlul Kufa. How long? Zuha'a Qarnin. 100 years. They were into the authorship of grammar and that's when Ahlul Kufa woke up. Ahlul Kufa woke up 100 years later. Abu Aswad was what? From Abu Aswad's time up to Khalil ibn Ahmad al-Farahidi. Ahlul Basra were the only people who were speaking about grammar. Are you with me, brothers? Am I making sense? Yes? No? Abu Aswad, I think he died 60th Hijriya. 60. Are you with me, brothers? And Khalil Ahmad is what? 170 something. That's how long, brothers? Just 100 and something years. Ahlul Basra were dealing with grammar, that was theirs. 100 years. When we break it down later, we're going to break it down into tabaqat, and we're going to atwar levels. Who's the first hundred years? The people of? After that, who woke up? Ahlul Kufa, their first initiative and their first walk towards grammar was a hundred years after Ahlul Basra went in. And that was from the time of who? Khalil ibn Ahmed al Al Farahidi. Khalil ibn Ahmed al Farahidi. Khalil ibn Ahmed al Farahidi, you know who he is? He's the teacher of Sibawahi. Sibawahi's teacher. Are you with me, brothers? Sibawahi, where is he from? Sibawahi is from Basra. Brothers, let me break something down for you. The grammar in the Arabic language is, was divided into two. Basra and what? Kufa. And then later it became, at the ending of the third century, who came in? Who intervened? Baghdad. What did the people of Baghdad try to do? The people of Baghdad tried to take the people of Basra and the people of Kufa and they made their madhab together, emerged it. Are you with me, brothers? Yes? No. And then from Baghdad, three groups of places took over. Sham, Andalus, and Masr, Egypt. Are you with me, brothers? So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about the first hundred years of the people of Basra. Are you with me, brothers? We're going to break the first hundred years of the people of Basra into two. Two levels. Are you with me? Each level, we're going to mention three people from them. And you have to know who they are and read their biographies, inshallah ta'ala. The first of them is Nasr ibn Asim al-Layfi. You wrote him somewhere. Here he is. He's the one right under Abu Aswad al-Du'ali. He's right under him because he took from him. He took from who? He took from Abu Aswad. He, we start with him. Who do we start with? We start with him. Nasr ibn Asim al-Layfi. He's the first level. Within that first level of the 100 years is who? Abdurrahman ibn Hurmuz. 
is Al Basra. Are you with me, brothers? The third person is Yahya ibn Ya'mar. Yahya? Am I going too fast? Yeah? One more time. I just mentioned the grammar in the Arabic language. There were two schools. صح? There were two schools. What were the two schools? Basra and? Who started first? How long were they early? How, how long were they before the people of Kufa? 100 years. From whose time to whose time? From Abu Aswad's time up to who? Khalil ibn Ahmed al Farahidi. The five that I mentioned here, all of them are Basra. Basra, 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 Basra. Yes? Good. Until now, the people of Kufa haven't even woken up. They know nothing. Who's the leader of Kufa? Who started it for Kufa? The first person who started for Kufa was Abu Ja'far al-Ru'asi. Abu Ja'far al-Ru'asi was the first person who woke up. He took from Khalil Muhammad al-Farahidi. Am I making sense? Brothers, these things, you need to know them. One hundred years. So what I said was the people of Basra, I'm going to break them into two Two levels, two levels. Three people here, three people here. The three in here are who? For the hundred years. Before the people of Kufa coming. Is who? Nasr ibn Asim al-Layfi. Abdurrahman ibn Hormuz. And the third one is Yahya ibn Ya'mar. Do you know who Yahya ibn Ya'mar is? Brothers, do you know? Billahi alaykum. Do you know who Yahya ibn Ya'mar is? Allahi, all of you know this hadith if I tell, told you. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. Do you know the famous hadith of Jibreel? Do you know the famous hadith of Jibreel? Who came to the Dora? Put your hand up. When I did the Dora. In the Dora, did we do the 40 hadith of Imam Nawi? Ha. I mentioned him in the Dora. Abdullah, Abdullah ibn Umar, two people came to him, right? Who were they? Yahya ibn Ya'mar and Humayd ibn Abdurrahman al-Hilmiyari. They were the two people who came to Abdullah ibn Umar. Yahya ibn Ya'mar, he's from them. If you remember a name once, you see it somewhere, write it down. You might see that person again somewhere. And it will make sense. Start, a map will open for you. Are you new brothers? You know what I do in my house? You know how I remember names? You know what I do? I take, you know how the, the FBI, when they're looking for somebody, they stick his picture in the middle. Well, I don't do the picture. What I do is I write the name in the middle. And I do a web from him. Wherever I come across him, I, in my book, I write him. I saw him somewhere here. Okay, what is he doing here? You start to realize this person is connected to so many people. Does that, does that, would, and it will help you a lot. You start to realize the person is an imam in the Arabic language and he's an imam in this field. Okay. Oh. So he, he got married to who? He got married to this woman. Okay. You start realizing. A lot of things will come up for you. Names are very important, brothers. 
these people should be more beloved to you than your own parents. This is the a'imma who brought this religion to you. Are you with me, brothers? After Allah, this religion, it would have been lost if it wasn't for these people. Are you with me, brothers? So three people. Nasr ibn Asim, Al-Layfi, Abdurrahman ibn Hurmuz, and Yahya ibn Ya'mar. These three, all that they did is that they placed basic concepts of grammar. Nothing really big. Am I making sense? Basic, basic issues of grammar is what they wrote. They didn't really write much. They didn't write much. Then the second, th- the second three that came is these are the second, second three. The second three is. Um, Abi Ishaq Al-Hadrami Second is Isa Ibn Umar Al-Thaqafi and Abu Ala Abu Ala Abu Amr ibn Ala. Sorry. Abu Amr ibn Al Ala. Abu Amr ibn Ala. Naam. And those are the other three. Abi Ishaq, Al Hadrami, and Isa ibn Umar al Thaqafi, and Abu Amr ibn Al Ala. Are we all together? Do you guys know who Abu Amr ibn Ala is? Abu Amr ibn Ala is from the Qurra'i Sab'ah. From the, he's, from part, he's from the Ruwat of the Qurra'i Sab'ah. From the narrators. Are you with me, brothers? So he's the Imam min Aymatul Qurra. All of these Imams, whilst they're talking about grammar, the Ahlul Kufa haven't come yet into the picture. Does that make sense? They haven't come. وَلِذَلِكَ The people of Kufa, who introduced them into grammar? Khalil ibn Ahmad al-Farahidi. They all came to? They all came to him? Who was the person who came to him and took from him? And then went back to the people of Kufa? Abu Ja'far al-Ru'asi. Abu Ja'far al-Ru'asi, who did he go to? He went to Khalil Muhammad al-Farahidi and he went to Yunus ibn Habib. Are you with me, brothers? Even one of the scholars of the, uh, the Madhab is who? Kisa'i, right? Kisa'i is what? Ali ibn Hamza al-Kisa'i. He's been Ahl Kufa, from the people of Kufa. He's from the Qurra of the Qira'at al-Sab'ah. He's in there. Are you with me, brothers? He's from Kufa. He came to Khalil and Ahmed al-Farahidi. And then Khalil sent him to this. He said, go to the Bedouins. And meet the Bedouins and take from them. And then he spent years, 10 years with the Bedouins, taking Arabic from them. 
And then he came back. He wanted to meet Khalil ibn Ahmed Farahidi and he said to say to him, I did what you told me to do. But when he came, Khalil ibn Ahmed was dead. Who was sitting in his chair? Yunus ibn Habib. And then him and Yunus ibn Habib started to discuss. And then Yunus ibn Habib said, your, Arabic is, your language is better than mine. Take my position. And we'll speak about that more in details next week, inshallah ta'ala. Anything which I have said that was incorrect or wrong is from me and shaitan and Allah and his messenger are free from it. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Ashadu la ilaha illallah. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayhi.